Hello, and welcome to episode 183 of Scene Invaders. This episode is sponsored by Cruise Planners, aka Dell's travel company. Please stay tuned to the middle and end of the episode to find out how to get on the mailing list. You might as well get ready for your travels uh, post coronavirus. And uh, he does more than just cruises, he'll send you anywhere and set you up. And it's easy and simple, and you're all set. Yeah, did you, did you watch the video I sent you? No. Should I watch it right now? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, watch it. Yeah. I want to I want to uh, see your reaction to it. What's up, guys? Kyler Brody here, back with another vid. Do me a favor right quick. If you're new to the channel, just hit that subscribe button. We put out fire videos every single week. We keep it 100. In this week's video, me and my boy Skyler are going to go to the park and look for some hot girls and some masks. We're gonna ask them if they wanna make out with us. And for every girl who says no, we're gonna keep up in the money by $10 until finally she says yes. And right quick, before we get to swap and spit with strangers, just go to manscaped.com, use my promo code BRODOUCHE. All right, Sky Daddy, you ready? Let's go pick up some bitches. Benjamin Franklin's always killing the game. Yeah, I'll fuck that. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that and put it in the episode. <laughs> dude, tell that that is every single douchey YouTube guy. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, before we get started, real quick, go to so God thank the sponsors. Go to stamps.com. Like. Yeah. yeah. Go sure to stamps.com. Annihilate go. that like button. <laughs> like, they just, just absolutely crush that like button. That's why yeah. every every single one of my YouTube videos, every single one, I always say thumbs up if you like it. Hit thumbs down if you thought this sucked. It's You're gonna do it reason. anyway. You're gonna yeah. do it anyway. Like I'm not gonna beg you to like it. Right? If you thought the video sucked, you, I'm gonna invite you to hit thumbs down. That's your human yeah. right. I, I saw you guys. Uh, well, you got like 70 subscribers. Yeah, we uh we jumped up a little bit. Um, yeah, man, that's great. I mean, we had like no content on there, and now and now we have, uh, you know, regular content where Chone's doing yeah. this new this new guy Bill. He just jumped on. They all want to meet you. Uh, I'm just telling Why? how you. Because, because you know, a little. Then, then I suck. We're all part of the same show, and they never met you. Oh, I'm terrible. Um, but uh, I told them your schedule and things. But uh, you know, maybe eventually we'll do it. But I still have this mic to give you and uh, stand, and it'll help you with your your videos, the recaps videos, so you don't have to go into work. I mean, unless you like going into work, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's move easy. on. You plug it in. Um. You go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I uh look at this arm thing. I can move it wherever I want. Look at you go. I, I will say the best part about recapping Cobra Kai yeah. by far is the fact that I, so my buddy gave me uh I guess when you subscribe to YouTube TV, you get five people that you can give your account to. So they have their own basically YouTube TV for free and it's all my buddy's time. And his thing is like, well, I'm not going to use them. So here you go. So a couple of weeks ago, I needed to watch some sporting event that I didn't have access to. And he was like, Oh, I was going to sign up for a free trial. And he's like, Oh, I'll give you, you know, my fifth 
membership to YouTube TV. So I think through that, I have YouTube premium. And because of that, I'm able to quickly go through Cobra Kai and just screenshot on my phone, which is where I make all the videos. So I don't have to go in, record the audio, edit the audio, then walk over a computer and start screenshotting and then email to myself. And then, dude, it's, it's so much easier. It's, it's, oh, hashtag blessed. But the show, uh, I mean, do you want to do you want to get in there? Yeah, sure. Uh, obviously, we want to start uh, with. Obviously, Pat, I don't know. I'm Pat, just. I'm Pat back in today. Pat is back Hello. today. Uh, this is an extra episode for you guys for this week. Uh, I'm sure he has a lot to get into. I have a couple things uh, that I wanted to talk about, but uh, yeah, let's start with Cobra Kai. So I, obviously, I watched it before. Uh, You're done, I, right? You're done. Season I'm two. I'm caught up. I'm caught up. Uh, are you done? Okay. No, I am on episode five of season I, two. Oof, I must said something that I definitely you would have been mad at. Okay, good. Um, but all right, let's start with this. One is the show living up to expectations, if there were if there were any, because for me there were. Like a lot of people said it was really good. Um, and two, are you enjoying the fight scenes? Show is living up to expectations. Same thing. I had, I had a lot of people tell me it was good. I had people tell me it was good when it was only on YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. I think Dave Hendricks reached out. Another guy told me it was really good. So I had high expectations for it. I'm, I've never been a Karate Kid guy. I don't even know if I've actually seen Karate Kid in its entirety. You know, I think we've all seen clips, obviously. That I think yeah. I've been in the same realm of, like, seeing clips. And you, you get the general premise. But, um, you know, and I went back and watched the video that you talked about, which you you had said you were convinced that, Cobra Kai was made from this YouTube video that went viral. Basically, the whole premise was Johnny is actually the the hero in it. And I I watched that, and you definitely 1,000% get the feeling that your hypothesis on that is true, especially Mm -hmm. when he sits down with Miguel and explains the bad blood between Daniel LaRusso. And it's it's basically what this person on YouTube described. It's like, yeah, man, like, so I went down there to have a civil conversation, and Daniel LaRusso kept butting in. You know, I thought it was over, and then he just doused water on me. So what am I going to do? I'm going to kick his ass. And it's like, <clears throat> all right. But the show itself, what I like about it is it does not take itself too seriously, which is yeah. so refreshing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like prime example is they're squaring off to fight Daniel and Johnny, and um, the, Daniel's wife comes out. And it's like, you guys look ridiculous. Like, can we settle this over breakfast? And like through, through gritted teeth, you just hear, I can eat. Yeah. And it's like that humor angle in it is so, it's so needed. It's so, it's so refreshing. Um, the acting is rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ralph Macchio is not good. No, he's not. It's, he's it's, pain, it's painful to see him go through the karate you know, as a 45, 50 year old guy, I mean, it's just like, it, to me, I, 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 I cringe anytime he's doing any karate, you know, at one point they're doing like a demonstration. I'm like, Oh God, this is gross. Like, please make it stop. Uh, I tweeted this out on my account for the recaps, but Sean Hunter from boy meets world walked. So Robbie could run because without yes. Sean Hunter, there is no Robbie. Yes. Like it, it literally is like they went and they were like, who can we get that looks exactly like baby Sean Hunter? Yeah. You know, even right down to like the badass, like I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, they went, they got, they got, they got this kid. 
Um, I haven't seen that hairstyle in 20 years, dude. Yeah, like, well, that's it's bad. The 90s flow that he has. Yeah, yeah, he's terrible. He's such a bad actor. He's got this. <laughs> yeah. He's so bad. He's got like this, like, like cockeyed optimist look in his eye the entire series, basically. Except mm-hmm. when like he's fighting, but everything, everything else, he doesn't question anything Daniel does. You know, he brings up anything to Daniel, and he's like, "Well, Mr. Miyagi taught me that, you know, blowing dudes is really the the way that Miyagi Do does things." And Dan- and and Robbie's sitting there like yeah okay yeah i got you sensei and it's it's like he just he's such a weird kid like he went from being this tough badass skateboarder i'm gonna steal computers and you know i'm running from the law and i'm not going to class like they completely breezed over the whole molly angle like this kid is, is doing hard drugs in school hard yep. drugs he's <laughs> not he's not sneaking in an edible he's sneaking in molly and he goes from that to doing, you know, uh, meditation in the woods with a with a car salesman, like. But we, but as the audience member, you just go like, all right, yeah, if it's, yeah, yeah, it's that's normal. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's really not. Like that's not normal at all. But the show is is extremely enjoyable, and it and it flows very easily, very easily. It just like goes. Um, mm-hmm. I think the kid that plays Dimitri is pretty good. I think he's probably got an acting future. Um, I am in love with Daniel LaRusso's daughter. I knew that would happen. Absolutely. Oh my god, dude, she is so adorably cute hot. Like yeah. She and I, I as soon as she popped up on screen the first thing I did was make sure she's over the age of like 24. Luckily, all right, she is. All right, so everyone thinks I'm a creep out there. We can make it work. It's only like a 7 year <laughs> difference. And um so yeah, I knew as soon as she came on stream, I'm like she's she's trouble. Like she's in trouble. So she's like she looked like my type. And then she's just so adorable that I'm I'm in love with her. I hit her up. I mm-hmm. asked her if she wanted to go to Kadoba. She didn't get back Solid. to me. Whatever. She's playing Solid. she's playing hard. She's playing hard to get. Like every other girl. All right. But Understandable. Eventually I just I I'm like I'm like sandpaper. I just sand you down and eventually you just you know, you end up going to Kadoba because girls gotta eat. So but uh, yeah, I'm I'm loving it, man. I uh, I wish that the new season wasn't coming out in January, you yeah. know, because I'm like I'm trying to get this recap up as soon as I possibly can, just you know, trying to catch the wave. But um, it's it's a, if you haven't checked out the show, I don't think you need to be a fan of the Karate Kid to like the show. I do find the whole angle of all of a sudden everybody's obsessed with karate like that's a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, like literally took over once again because this, this, like, when random girls are walking up to a guy on a beach and like, hey, didn't you guys win the All Valley? Like, I watch, I watch UFC every single weekend. I, I, I mean, I can tell you a few competitions, like famous competitions, like Pancreas is one where it's like grappling and shit. But other than that, like, I don't know if anyone goes to those. And you mean to tell me that the U18 All Valley, like that, that's that's making regional news where random girls on the beach know it? This is what I mean. Like there's there's plot holes out the wazoo, but it's such an enjoyable show that you don't really care about it. We could we could absolutely do a whole like the reason why your show sucks and yeah. break it all down. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just think that karate is kind of going by the wayside for a lot of people where you grow up doing karate with like Tiger Shulmans and uh, now action karate, but then you become an adult and you might morph into Brazilian jiu-jitsu or Krav Maga or 
you know, whatever. I mean, there's, there's loads of different fighting styles. Um, and it, it, it does make me laugh at the fact that nobody brings up BJJ. Nobody brings up Krav Maga. Nobody, it's literally just like that hasn't even been thought of. It is karate, karate, karate. And that's mm-hmm. it. Um, but I think the show's done a really good job of making Johnny very likable and humanizing a villain, which is a, a nice change of pace. And I've said this through a couple of my recaps that I've done already for individual episodes, but it's like they literally put him in a time capsule and brought him out of the 80s. The fact that he doesn't know anything current is hilarious to me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, well, how do you know this about Ali? Facebook? I don't know what Facebook is. Like, he didn't know how to turn on a computer. Like, that shit's hilarious. So, yeah, um, yeah. if you're out there and you're on the fence and you're just looking for, like, a good – this was this is something that we need to. We talked about it with Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. We need good 30-minute shows that I can put on for a half hour. Not, not everybody has an hour to kill. You know, some of us just need a good half-hour show. All right? I'm a busy person. People want to hang out with me. You text me every day. I might get back to you. I might not. Sometimes I don't have an hour to sit there and get dedicated to a show. Half hour? I can give you a half hour. And that's what that's what Cobra Kai has done. It's uh, I send you one text a day, and it's just one word, please, and then the next day, come, and then the next day, is back. Back. Just over on loop. I just miss, I just miss your musk. Here's the best part. Um, I tell you I'm, I'm not, but I just want you to – I want to feel wanted. It's like when you play hard to get with a chick, but since no, no females want me, I have to do it with a podcast partner. Yeah. So it's like I see it, and I'm like, ah, I'll get back to him later. I'll get back to him later. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to get back to him right now. Hold on. Let me, let me bring up something that you, that you said that this part absolutely cracked me up. So it was one of the first scenes, I think in the first episode – uh, when Miguel, the you know, kind of the lead, uh, teenager lead anyway, uh, yeah, he he was getting bullied, and 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 uh, Johnny steps up and, and kicks their ass, and he he runs up to him, he goes, What was that, MMA? and he's like, It was karate, <laughs> like he's just like, Shut up, no, this is karate. No, it was the best, no, the best part was he goes, Old school karate, yeah, old school, <laughs> not that, not that new wave bullshit you kids learn. No, it's old school Cobra Kai karate. Not that Tiger Shulman stuff. Huh? Not that action karate that you sign up for in a strip mall. This is Cobra Kai karate. Also located in a strip mall. Yeah, that cracked me up too. He like he wanted to know and it's like old school karate. Yeah. But as, as, as opposed to what what is this? New Coke? Yeah. Uh all right, hold on. Since uh, Pat major MMA MMA guy, uh who is, if you know on top of your head, like the karate guy of MMA? Is there anyone? Steven, yeah, Steven Thompson can, immediately comes to mind. He okay. comes out with the karate stance. He, I think his dad, so his dad's his main trainer, and his dad owns a karate dojo, well, karate gym, uh, in one of the Carolinas, north or south. But he's he immediately, when I thought of, like, big-time MMA guy that is – Known as a karate fighter, he was the first guy that came to mind. He's fun to watch too. Um, and the karate stance is fun. Like I, I enjoy watching karate fighters um, when they get in, in the octagon. Um, Mike Trezano is another guy that like came to mind for whatever reason. But um, yeah, normally with UFC, well, MMA. I always, I always, I always clarify by saying UFC because I don't really watch Bellator. But right. um, normally it's 
BJJ, wrestler, you know, boxer. Like you, you rarely hear their main fighting style is karate. Okay. Um, it's not unheard of, but it's just kind of few and far between. So I was thinking, you know, maybe if there was a big name guy, and I guess these are big name guys. You know, I'm new to the scene. I've been a fan for what eight months, um, maybe a little, little longer than that. But I was wondering if it was possible for Cobra Kai to reach out to one of these guys to come on. But then again, it might make them look bad because they actually know what they're doing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know. I, I, I think I think you're right. I think it would be would be good. But um, I think it'd be good for both brands, honestly. I mean, I think the UFC fighter would get more of it out of it than the actual show. I mean, the show's on Netflix now. Yeah. So yeah. And, and we've talked about this before. The amount of shows that were other places, well, when you know, and, and some of them ended like Kingdom, and then they get on Netflix, and in reality, they ended three years ago, and then all of a sudden, people are like, Where's this been? And that's mm-hmm. what happened with Cobra Kai. The Cobra Kai was on YouTube, nobody watched it, and yeah. they put it on Netflix, and everybody and their mother was watching Cobra Kai for like two weeks. So, um, I think at this point, if you put like Wonder Boy Thompson on there. I like I know Wonderboy Thompson is like you probably never heard of him. The cat no. the listeners out there probably never heard of him. So you've heard of Cobra Kai, you watch Cobra Kai, and if you're watching Cobra Kai and Wonderboy Thompson comes on, you go, oh okay, like I'll take their word for it. But it ups his brand more so than the karate community. The karate community, I don't know, I'm torn. They, like I don't talk to anybody in the karate community. You know, we're not tight. Um, they don't blow up my phone shockingly enough, but. I, I got a feeling you either love it because it's putting eyeballs on karate. I mean, there's definitely going to be kids that watch this show and they're like, I want, I want to do karate now. Or they hate it because of the fact of what you said, it makes them look bad. Like, you know, my dad is in Alcoholics Anonymous and I would think that the show Moms, which focuses on two, you know, a mother-daughter combo who are in AA, I would think that Alcoholics Anonymous and NA would love that show because it's kind of giving a platform to Alcoholics Anonymous and NA. No, everybody hates it apparently. Really? So I, I yeah, they they all they all say it's ridiculous and it's bullshit and you know it's all all this bad stuff. So, but like on the surface you go, oh, you probably like that. Like you can you can relate to the character, and on the surface you go, oh, okay, you could probably relate to Miguel or Johnny or blah blah blah. But yeah, there's a chance that karate people go, no, this is trash. Now I think dojo owners though, dojo owners are loving the fact that this is on Netflix. Because as I said, kids are going to watch this and go, I want to do that. I want to break boards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was always the draw when you were getting into karate as a kid was everybody wanted to break a board. Because I, I don't know about you, but sixth grade dance, all right, we're all rocking out to Blink-182. And then all of a sudden, O-Town comes on, okay? And you go yeah. up to your crush and you go, hey, you, you we doing this? But then all of a sudden, Kyle walks over, and Kyle can break boards. And everybody knows Kyle can break boards. And Kyle asks her, hey, we doing this. She's not picking you, bro, because you don't break boards. So I live that. I'm aware about that life. The so I only think that- person in my grade school that did karate, his name was Kyle. <laughs> That's funny. Boom. Spot on. Well, you, th- you, th- you think I don't know about this? You think I just make this up? If your name's Kyle, you have to do karate. It is a requirement. It's like when, you, when you're leaving the hospital, they're like, okay, do you have a car seat? Yes. Do you have your bags? Yes. Kid's name Kyle? Have you signed him up yet? 
And you're like, it's apparently like, for what? And like karate. Like you knew what you were getting into. Yeah. Oh, they didn't mention that birthing class? Yeah. You name your kid Kyle, it's got to do karate. <laughs> it's a requirement. Well, I'm happy you finally watched it, man. It's uh, maybe not finally. It's still kind of relatively new because, like you said, it just came to Netflix. But, I mean, we're seeing this more and more, man. Uh, uh, one of the shows I was watching just got the axe after a couple months. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Utopia. Yeah, dude. See ya. Gone. Um, I was surprised and- about that because I'd heard I heard some really good things from a lot of people about it. I, so I think it was good. Uh, Chone was on. He brought up a good point. He thought it was kind of too close to COVID times. They, they had to have a disclaimer before the episodes. Like, this is not based on COVID. Uh, and also, it's really dark. Uh, you'll see what I mean when you watch it. You can't get attached to characters because they'll just kill them. And, like, it's, it's really, really dark. Like, it's hard to binge because you kind of don't feel – you don't feel like Ted Lasso. I'll, I'll say that. It doesn't – you don't feel the same after watching the, an episode of Ted Lasso. And what's funny is the name sounds like it would, right? So when I tweeted it out for the first time, Brad from Canada goes, oh, great. Like, uh, it, it, is, it, is it cool like Ted Lasso? And I'm like, actually, that's the opposite. It's very dark. Um, but I, I don't know why it got the act so early, man. I, I mean, it has a – Pretty big I was cast. surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. And maybe the fact that it has a big cast is the reason why, you know, they might look at the ratings and go, like, I didn't really know what it was about. And I think a lot of times with some of these shows, you know, like with Netflix, everybody has Netflix. So you hop on Netflix and if there's an it show that they're really pushing, it, it hits and everybody talks about it, everybody knows about it, blah, blah, blah. With Hulu and with Amazon and with some of these other ones, I feel like they need to be more patient because of the fact that I only have enough t- hours a day. Same thing with you. So I'm watching Cobra Kai now, and I might have gotten a Utopia eventually because it did look good. I didn't know anything about it, but it did look good. Um, it looked interesting at the very least. I like but it. I needed to make my way over there, you know, and I needed to fit it in a schedule. And um, there's just so many other things going on to grab your attention. And a lot of times as viewers, I feel like we are, we are like the dog from Up. You know, it's like we're very focused and then squirrel. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like I've had Pennyworth on my quote, my my cue, you know, in my mind for like two years now. I haven't gotten to it. I'm still planning on it eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming back for season two. But it's like, what's the latest big trend? Like that Alex Ryder show on IMDb TV looks really good. Like, I'm like I kind of want to check that out. But. You know, I got to I got to figure out, you know, just scheduling and whatnot. And, and I don't think Amazon realizes that. Like, I'm not necessarily don't th- I don't think you needed to re up it for season two without knowing anything about it. But you also didn't need to cancel it first, like, like pretty quickly. You yeah, could have left it, you left it out there and then seen if there's an uptick. And if there was, you know, after a couple months, it's worth it because truthfully, when the boys came out, I heard you talk about it, and that is it. Really? Like that's it. But when season two came, when season two came, yes, obviously. <laughs> but when season two came around, it blew up. Like yeah. everybody on Facebook was talking about the boys, the boys, the boys. You know, my recap for season one got huge numbers. The recap for season two is massive numbers, and it's like, all right, well you took a show that I don't think anyone really was watching and it's doing well. And it might be a situation where, and same thing with Hannah. I didn't know anybody who watched Hannah. Mm -hmm. And I put that recap out, I don't know, a month before season two dropped. And that did big numbers. 
And it's like, no, there is a community watching the show. So um, I think it was, it was foolish of them to quickly announce we are canceling it. I don't know if it was a showrunner thing, but my whole point of it was my whole point of this long winded diatribe is that, you know, if you, if you step back and breathe and look at a six month span and not necessarily, what did we get in the first month, but what did we get in six months total? Because you figure that six months, the audio audience retention rate is going to be there for a season two, you know, word of mouth is going to spread. I, I think that with these streaming services, that's the way they need to look at it. And I think sometimes they look at it like regular television where it was, did you watch it last night? No, you missed out. Yeah. It's like, no, we, ha- we have options now, you know, we have on-demand services, you know, and, and you, you watch shows at different times. I mean, it's just, so I think it was foolish. Well, I mean, as we've seen in the, you know, the, the day and age of streaming services, it, 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 might, it may not be the end of the line, but I think it could be because I think if you, if you get canceled from a Hulu, a Netflix or an Amazon Prime, you're going to have a tougher time finding a new home. If you get canceled from anywhere else, you'll have a much easier time. But if you're not part, if you are part of the big three and, and you get canned, it's bad. It's, it's, it's looking bad. And John Cusack fucking rain wilson like these guys these guys get paid so i yeah, mean that, that could have been a reason uh but I, i'll tell you what man I, I was very very interested in in following this story man because it didn't end at all like it left the biggest of of cliffhangers and uh so at this point what you're saying from what it sounds like I, as a viewer i don't even want to watch it at all yeah i mean i'm just I, gonna be sitting there want more yeah I, I wouldn't suggest this to anyone I mean, this is a, uh, a stupid show, but uh, not 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 euphoria. But I'm gonna relate this to another uh, thing that happened. Sasha and I somehow got sucked into watching Scream, the TV show that. MTV I knew made. you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say it was Scream. Okay. All right. So we watched season one. We're like, fuck, we like this. We we watched season two. We're like, oh shit, we really like this. We get so hyped, dude. She texts me, I can't wait to start season three. She comes home, put on season three. And we had no idea it was a completely different story. And it was, it was a fucking punch in the gut, man. That, that shit sucked. They, they left the story that was going on in MTV, and they canceled it because it got moved somewhere else. So, I mean, you knew that happened, I guess? Well, I remember you mentioning yeah. Scream. Okay. So when you said this stupid show, I went, oh, it's got to be Scream. Yeah, I mean, you never want that as, a, as an avid TV watcher, like Binger. Uh, you know why? Why would you start this show now? It, it's it's a bad it's a bad look on all accounts. I mean, maybe something behind the scenes happened. Uh, who knows? But I mean, it was a really really interesting story, and I wish they kept it going. I mean, it's a shame, but that that's just gonna happen these days, man. People have, like you said, very short attention spans, and it looks like these streamers are getting a little bit antsy and uh, have the too quick of a trigger finger sometimes. So. Yeah, unfortunately. The way it goes. Unfortunately. Hey, bud. Is that Jack? It is. Cameo? Yeah. He's coming in. He's coming in hot. Come said hot. Yeah. It's he. Uh, I think he's coming down to play with his hockey hockey six. Why spend four weeks planning your one week vacation? Let cruise planners simplify your life. Cruise planners travel experts have been there and done that and can offer you the best deals and plan all your details. Cruise planners will help you find the perfect vacation spot by land or by sea. 
Contact Steve Del Carlino from Cruise Planners by calling 610-368-0908 or at dellstravelcompany.com for the best vacations at the best value. I'm sorry. Dan's got things to, to, to do. He just can't wait for Pat Egan time. Okay? Take, take the child. Dan said hi. He said hello. I'm not telling him you said hey. I said hello. Okay? I know what you meant. Take a hockey ball. Play hockey upstairs. Grab uh, or uh, bud, play. Go play hockey upstairs, dude. You want to play hockey? You want to play hockey? Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. We'll just continue. That's one hundred percent going to be part of the cold open of the show. 100%. Uh, what me saying you want to play hockey? Yeah. I just want to play hockey. Oh man, yeah. So, um, uh, I'll just piece it all together. Just go, you know, talk when you're ready. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, uh, what, what else I've watched that I've been, been busting, uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, I started watching that, um, Hi. hello. I started watching a lot of Blippy. Really? Blippy. He just threw something. Yeah, a lot of, oh, yeah, yeah, he threw, he threw a hockey ball at me. <laughs> uh, I started watching a lot of Blippy. What the hell is that? Um, Blippy, you gotta check out Blippy, dude. Yeah. I, I can't believe. I can't believe somebody that is such in a TV like you has not checked out Blippy. I've never heard of it. Oh my god, it's incredible! Really? It's it's one of it's one of the better shows I've watched. Year and a half. Are you pranking me? B L I P P I. Never heard of it. Oh, is it you a computer? Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. Okay. It's so bad. So it's it's something that you do not want your kid getting into because oh, whatever God. this guy does, he's the Pied Piper. He, like him. Jack is obsessed with him. You know, it's like, do you want to watch Blippy? Yeah. And like, oh, no. we've we've all watched the same episodes over and over again. So apparently this guy is from like Washington. He started out as a gross out comic who gross out comic like. I don't know one person that thinks gross-out comics are funny. I don't know anyone that's like, oh, yo, I went to a comedy show and this guy pooped on people. Man. It was great. <laughs> so, shockingly, that career did not take off, and he decided to become a YouTube guy doing kids' educational kids' things where he dresses up in Mets colors, which I'm completely against, and he goes around and, you know, teaches kids about, like, you know, here's a tractor. Look at what a tractor does and stuff. But, very, oh, my God, he's insufferable. He's insufferable. Yeah. Um, and this is what you have to look forward to when you have a kid. Is oh man. So I, I'm actually so I'm 31, and my youngest siblings are 16 and 18. So you know I had a pretty big gap and uh, watched them grow up. But when when they were growing up, it was all Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, dude. And that we that have that on a lot. Yep. That theme song. Mickey is Mouse Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Sun and summer sun. Yep. Yep. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that on a lot. Uh, I, I mean, I do try to get him to watch sports, which he gets into every once in a while. But um, you know, he's just not quite. He's not quite there. Like he randomly picked up hockey. You know, I try to like get him into it, and then all of a sudden he just started like picking up a stick and just hitting hitting a ball and yelling goal. So trying to trying to uh, to brainwash him. But anyway. Uh, back on like what I've watched other than other than Blippy, which uh, I I started watching that HBO um, 
docu-series on the murder on Huntington Beach or something like that. The yep. I got let me look let me look at the actual name of it because I want to get the uh, the proper name for these people. But uh, basically, this, this this kid's mother was murdered, and he starts to make a documentary about the fact that they never caught the killer. And there was some shadiness going on with his dad. His dad didn't get along with the mom. Uh, dad owed the mom a lot of child support money day that they were supposed to meet up in court that's the day where she was murdered so um he i only got one episode in and i'm i'm i know you don't like these shows but i'm a sucker for you know these murder who did who done it you know real life um stuff and uh like i'll be gone in the dark was incredible that entire docuseries was unbelievably well done uh yeah. based on you know Patton oswald's wife hunting down the golden state killer can't you just add enough? And I'll continue watching this because I don't want to just give it up after one episode, but uh, Murder on Middle Beach is what it's called. It just wasn't grabbing me. No. wasn't grabbing me. And I don't know what it is, but it just wasn't, you know, just like whatever it was. It was just like, all right, you know, I'm not going to rush back for season for episode two because they're dropping him every episode. I'm not going to rush back for this, but it was, it was okay. I've actually, I'll tell you what I've been watching more than anything. Uh, to just kill time because I get home and I right before napping I usually like will eat something and I, I have like 20 minutes to kill so before Cobra Kai I was watching this YouTuber who goes around the world basically and um, documents himself but he comes up with like challenges like uh, I'm gonna go from New York to LA with no money okay and the way that he's able to do it and the way that he finagles the system and uh, I had I had seen his videos before pop up on Facebook and I kind of at times found him annoying, but I found him so annoying that I would sit there and watch the entire nine minute video on Facebook. Right. And to the point, and you know, you know how Facebook works. The more you watch somebody's video, the more frequently their videos pop up in your feed. And every single time I was watching this guy, this Simon Wilson guy. So okay. I found his videos pretty interesting, but then he had this other guy from London who would, I think his, his YouTube account is called London Hacks and he was like he was a similar thing but he would be like uh, all right let's uh there's a I, I'm gonna survive in London for a week with no money like how am I gonna do it and this guy is such a uh what's the word I'm looking for uh mooch is the best mm -hmm. way to describe it. he's like all right so him and Simon met up the two YouTubers met up and they had a challenge of surviving in london with absolutely no money for one week which is extremely tough to do obviously yeah. simon finagled the system a lot you know like he would like sleep in a bathroom hotel at, at night this guy was like all right so um there's a gym across the street and you can sign up for a free trial uh for three days so i did that and now i got a place to shower and he's in there and he's asking the woman you guys have any like lotion like i'm kind of ashy and the woman at the front desk like no he's like well, a toothbrush she's like this isn't a hotel i was like thank you <laughs> thank god somebody told this guy no like i like his videos but he walked in at one point and he's like hey do you guys have any free samples and the people are like yeah we have dried dates and dried bananas and the guy pours some in his hand and he goes is that it <laughs> and the guy felt the need like he felt pressured to pour more it's like you know, the guy's just like a mooch, but they're entertaining enough where I was watching him. But I, I, uh, I saw that he was on a podcast of other YouTubers that I had watched their videos and liked the guy, this, this Jack Mates podcast, um, this, this British guy who I'd, I'd heard go on rants before. And I'm like, 
I agree with everything this guy says. So you combine the two YouTubers and I was like, oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm interested to hear how this Simon Wilson guy started his YouTube journey. And his first video that hit was him sneaking into the Conor McGregor uh, Floyd Mayweather fight. And his whole backstory was just very interesting. And I think that YouTubers in general, when you start looking at why we all got, because you're on YouTube now, I'm on YouTube, like why, how we all got into getting on the platform and, you know, putting up videos and how we do it, how difficult it is. And all that. it was very interesting. So if you're interested in um, just a YouTuber's journey, a very successful at this point, YouTuber's journey, uh, if you type in like Jack Mates podcast, I think they only had the podcast on Spotify. I had to okay. listen to it on Spotify. I couldn't find it on, on, uh, on, you know, the iPhone or whatever, but uh, it was definitely worth listening to. It was like an hour. It was very interesting to hear, you know, the guy's career, but also like all the things he's got into. He's got this genius trick. And this is what kind of hooked me into listening to the podcast was um, the guy was like, all right, tell me about the breakfast trick. Like I've, I've, he's like, I've never heard anyone do this. And this Simon Wilson guy in his thick Welsh accent is like, all right. So basically when I'm in town and I'm doing one of these no money challenges and I have no money and I'm hungry, I go on the internet and I go to TripAdvisor and I filter hotels in the area by free breakfast. And then I just walk in and they don't check. And I get a full breakfast and then I just walk right out. And it's like, that's your scam in the system. But like, that's genius. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people out there be like, oh, that's wrong. You're stealing. But like, it's a free breakfast. Not everyone's going to take advantage of it. Let Simon Wilson have his bangers and mash. So um, I've been coming home and watching some of their YouTube videos just because it's like a quick 10 minutes. But yeah. um, movies wise uh, that I watched, I watched this um Oh God, what's his name? Josh Hartnett movie. Uh, oh, no, your boy from uh, your boy for well, you know, it's interesting about Josh Hartnett because he was the it guy for God a stretch there. Like the early two thousands was Josh Hartnett time. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, he he yeah. was all over the place. Uh, Lucky Number Eleven to this day is one of uh, top underrated movies that does not get talked about enough. Uh, absolutely adore that movie. If you've never seen Lucky Number Eleven. Do yourself a favor. Don't even rent it. Just go buy it. But um, he took a step back because of the fact that he was feeling pressured to be the it guy. And then he started being very careful about what roles he took. Um, he did a movie called Resurrecting the Champ, which is based on a true story, which is which is really good. Him and Samuel Jackson. Um, and uh, and I think he took a, a couple of years off there, and then he came back with that Penny Dreadful show. And if it wasn't Penny Dreadful, it was something else. But that was, um, that was it. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a good actor. Um, I think he didn't want to get typecast into being like the pretty boy, but I also think he was dealing with the pressure of being kind of Hollywood's. Like, there's, there's a lot of pressure that comes with being the next Hollywood it guy. You know, I think I think oh, Josh sure. Hutcherson was another guy that was dealing with that when he was in the, um, when he was going through the uh, the Hunger Games phase. It was like you couldn't go anywhere without seeing Josh Hartnett's jawline. And now it's like, where's where's Josh Hartnett been at? Or not just no, Josh Hutcherson. Where's yeah. Josh Hutcherson been at? So uh, anyway, this movie that I watched called was called Most Wanted, and um, it's based on a true story uh, about this investigative journalist that in Canada that uh, took a deep dive into this really strange drug case that was based in Thailand. That was apparently this Canadian drug lord that got busted by the canadian government coming back into the country with all these drugs and 
I'm a sucker for true stories. Like I think I've said this before in the podcast. I think that if a movie sucks, but it's based on a true story, like you get at least like one point bumped up, you know, like it could be a zero, but if it's based that, that movie about the girl that got her arm bit off by the shark that never should have made into a true story based on a true story. That's it's a one. That's a one yeah. star review right there. Yeah. So it, but this movie though, it was meh. And I saw that it was on Amazon prime. I actually got a digital download of it, but I saw it was on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it. I just, if you're going to watch it, don't go in expecting it to be all that great. You know, it's just like it it definitely lacked something. It was just kind of, the movie was kind of there. You kind of forget about it. There was nothing wrong with it. It was just like, meh. Um, You know, it was like it came and went. And then the other movie that I watched was Sarah Paulson's movie Run on Hulu. And if you're not familiar with this movie, I don't want to give too much away. I went into it knowing absolutely nothing about it. And it was pretty good. It was good. It was a suspenseful, you know, thriller. Sarah Paulson plays crazy, pretty, pretty good. Uh, plays the mother, her daughter is a quadriplegic who um, all of a sudden, like, things start going, getting weird with her mom. And she looks into it and things are getting more weird and more weird. But it was, it was worth watching. It's a good, like, check your brain at the door. Not terrifyingly scary, but you can watch it with the missus and she's going to get scared like just enough where she's going to like curl next to you, you know, and you think for like a second, like, hey, like I might, I might, be, I might get, I might get her to look at it tonight. And like, she doesn't <laughs> at all. But like the thought is that like, it's one of those movies, like it's not terrifying with that said, okay, there is like this movie does have to do a little bit about, um, there is a child that ends up getting kidnapped at like a, like a baby that gets kidnapped at a very early age. And it's like mentioned like briefly in the movie, but as a parent, like anytime you hear about a child getting kidnapped, it sticks with you. Well, that night, and I do vaguely remember this, my dog started growling in the middle of the night and I'm like, you know, 80% asleep, 20% awake, you know, like just enough to kind of register. Well, the next morning she's like, I was terrified. Uh, you know, like we just watched a movie. They mentioned a kid getting kidnapped in a hospital, you know, God forbid. And then I look on the monitor and Jack's not in his bed. And I'm like, oh, my God, he got kidnapped. Oh. So she opened she opened the door and he's like sitting on a step. <laughs> and it was probably like three in the morning and he was knocking on the door to get in. That's why that's why J-Roll was barking at him. But um, no, it was, it was it was good. If I had to pick between the two movies, I would say that Run was probably better than most wanted. Um, it was probably more enjoyable. But yeah. um other than that, man, I haven't watched anything. All right. Well, I mean, I've been, I've been was, slacking. That was a good amount. Uh, but uh, it's funny that uh, – did you say you're just getting into, like, exploring YouTube, uh, other YouTubers, or uh, I mean, like, to kill time? I, like, I searched these guys out more so because I enjoyed watching their their videos that I, I came across on Facebook. Okay. And it was like, okay. And a lot – like, some of them I've already seen. You know, I, yeah. I'm just like, all right, like, let me get the backstory of um, behind all of it. I mean, like the London hacks thing. Like, fuck, I'm not going to go to London. But if I do go to London, I'm aware of where to okay. go get free samples now. I'm aware of of that, Lon- that what we call London Bridge is actually called Tower Bridge. Be yes. prepared for that. So That's like now nice. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready. Like, I like I'm ready to, at- I'm ready to <laughs> attack London. Like I'm ready to go after this shit. Yeah. So, um. Honestly, though, I find most YouTubers annoying. Okay. Um, um, I, 
I got to, I got to send you, I made a fake and I got to redo it, but I made a fake, you know, open for a YouTube video that I sent to somebody as a joke, but I thought it was very accurate. And I had sent it to a few people and they were like, this is pretty much dead on. But I find most, most famous, famous YouTubers I find insufferably annoying. All right. So that leads me to two different things. One, you said the guy you watched got famous from sneaking into a fight. Uh, there is another guy who does that. His name's Eric. It's like Eric, but spelled air rack. Uh, he's, he snuck into like some crazy shit. He just snuck into the Tyson fight and there was only like 400 people allowed in. It's, I don't know how he gets away with it, but um, also since you don't like YouTubers, you should check out Jeff's barbershop. This dude is fucking hilarious. Jeff Wittick. Uh, and he interviews people in the most, like, it's such a weird way while he's cutting their hair and he's got this co-host sitting there and that just talking, they just talk shit to each other the whole time. Uh, and typically he like makes, pokes fun at them. So uh, I, I think you'd get a kick out of it because he's making fun. He's doing all the TikTokers now and like basically like saying, how the hell are you famous from like this? And it's funny. They, they're just sitting there getting their hair cut. Uh, but yeah, he's really good. And, and I watch all his videos. But uh, outside of that, I have a couple things. First off, uh, Brad from Canada asked me. Uh, Wait, on did, you, did you just call him? Did you call him Burrad? Burrad? Or was that a was that a glitch? It sounded like on my end you said Burrad. It may have been a glitch. Who knows? Internet. Can I take my beanie off? Do you know I have a shaved head yet? Do you know that yet? What? Yeah. When did that happen? I was trying to trim my hair and I messed up. <laughs> so. So wait. Yeah. So real quick. So uh, on, on that same realm, when my grandfather had uh, pancreatic cancer, um, you know, because look. Every funny story starts with a cancer story, right? Every funny Absolutely. story. Nothing more funny than cancer. Uh, so when uh, he had cancer, we were heading out to Arizona to visit him. And I said that I would, uh, I would shave my head because apparently he was really self-conscious about, about going bald. Like he had to shave his head. And if you don't know anybody that's ever lost their hair to cancer, it's like you lose it in clumps. So you have to shave your head. So apparently he was really insecure about it. So I said, Hey, I would shave my head and, um, surprise him with it and i had i had told my roommate that i was shaving my head but i guess she forgot so i did it basically with like a beard trimmer like i had nothing else so yeah. like, i started doing it with like a six and then he started doing a four and then you know and next thing you know so long story short she wakes up the next morning and laying next to her is a bald guy and she freaked out because she was she thought that some random rando was in her bed uh, but it was just me. So I did the right uh, thing. So I will stop. say that I it's it's not a good look for me. Like I won't be doing that anytime soon. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. It's it a really myself. bad look. Like I, I look terrible it. with it. I used to do it when I was a kid. Everybody says I look like I should be in prison, especially if you can see my like tattoos and stuff. Yeah, you do. But, uh, you you look like you look like a member of the of the Aryan Nation right now. I know. Like you look I'm like you not. just got out, but you met somebody inside. You met somebody inside that was really nice and it changed your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody has passed. But uh, it's funny because I woke Sasha up at three in the morning to show her mine. And it looks like I made the right decision because you didn't tell your roommate the, about yours and you scared her in the morning. So there you go. Um, yeah, I cut my hair at 2 a.m. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, all right. So Brad asked me, uh, Robert Kirkman, we were talking a lot about Walking Dead. And he asked me if I ever uh, read the Skybound Image comic. Uh, uh, what the fuck is it called? Oh, now I can't even fucking remember it. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Howard the it's Duck. Like, 
It's the one coming out on Amazon Prime. Avengers. No, just Star oh Wars. yeah, Wonder Woman. Uh, Invincible. Uh, Justice League. Mister. God, that was my next one. Uh, anyway, uh, no, I have not read that yet. It's called Invincible. It has uh, a a good amount of issues, but they're making that an Amazon Prime show. So uh, the trailer looked amazing, but I want to tell you, I talked about this comic years ago. It's called Oblivion Song, another comic by Kirkman. I do remember you talking about this. So good. It's based in Philadelphia. Uh, For the people that are new, I'll just tell you it again. It was a while ago. Supernatural sci-fi. It centers around one one man named uh, Nathan Cole, and uh, it's a Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah. Okay. It centers around a man named uh, Nathan Cole, and he lives in Philadelphia, and a a section of Philadelphia just disappears into this oblivion. Uh, And you can enter and exit this, or or he can. And it's really cool, really fun read. Uh, I'm not caught up on it, but I do really like it, and uh, I wanted to just shout that out. But I want to watch Wayne from also. Yo, Dave Dave Hendricks is blowing up my phone about Wayne and, yeah, and I, I I saw a clip of it and it looked funny. Like it looked really, it looked really good, but he yeah. suggested do not watch anything about it. It will be better. If you don't watch a trailer for it or anything like that, like you'll enjoy it better if wow. you don't, you don't know anything about it. And I yeah, don't, brother, I don't know. Other than the fact his name's Wayne, I don't know anything about it. My brother, Greg told me to watch this. He gives me like three recommendations a year. If that, uh, I, I give people three recommendations a week. So like when he, when he tells me to, to watch something, I usually watch it. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going through Mr. Mercedes. He's the guy that got you into the boys. Yeah. Yeah, he is. That's great. You got a really crazy memory, dude. But yeah, uh, outside of those, uh, comics, uh, Wayne, I want to watch that. And the flight attendant. I want to watch that. Uh, Kelly Kelly Cuoco from uh, big bang theory. She's a flight attendant. She has a one night stand wakes up guys dead. Um, it's Dario. What Harris is that from, on? It's on HBO or HBO Max. One of them. Is it a HBO movie Max. or a show? It's a show. Yeah. They dropped three episodes and it's weekly. Uh, I got confirmation from my father-in-law that it is based on a book and the book is good. I've, I've met him. I've met that guy. You sure have. The book is good. Uh, and apparently he watched the first episode and he said it was great. So I want to watch that as well, but uh, you know, that's a week by week type of thing. So we got we got it like uh, two months before that'll be over, but yeah, definitely want to watch that. The guy who gets killed is Darren Harris from uh, Game of Thrones. Also yeah, okay. was in Haunting of Hill House, uh, one of the one of the brothers. Yep. But uh, all right, let's jump into the news. We got a couple things to talk about. Uh, of these biopics, Incredible Hulk, not Incredible Hulk, <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood I know. Hulk I want Hogan. a biopic. I want a biopic on a guy who's not real. Yeah. I mean, what what a turn of events that would be. Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Tyson. One, which movie will be better? Two, which performance will be better? Jamie Foxx as Tyson or Chris Hemsworth as the Hulk, Hollywood Hulk Hogan? That's a tough one. Oh, man. Have you seen either I of think them? T- yeah, t- Tyson's, Tyson's story's better. It just yeah. is. You know, I mean, the backstory of Mike Tyson is going to be more interesting than Hulk Hogan's. Hulk Hogan's is... The guy was a wrestler, and he became the most famous wrestler of all time. And then he turned into a cuck who watched his buddy have sex with his wife. Like, that's what it is? Or, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, he was a participant in a cuckold as he had sex with his buddy's wife. Like, I'm sorry. I, I had zero interest in a Hulk Hogan biopic. None. 
I know. None. I, I, got enough I do because it's Hemsworth. Ho- I got I enough him. Hulk Hogan when when I watched uh, uh, what was that show? Um, Keeping Up with the Hogans. Hogan oh, knows yeah. best. When I watched Hogan knows best, I got enough of the Hogans. I'm good. I'm I'm actually covered on my on my lifetime Hogan quota. I am one thousand percent covered. Like Hulk okay. Hogan to me is like how can I describe this? Um, shit. So he he's he's kind of like, and this is probably a bad example, but it's the best I can think of. When you're growing up and your parents take you somewhere as a kid. And they they swear up and down, oh, you'll love this place. The, I, I, I went here when I was your age. You're going to love it. It's awesome. Oh, I had so much fun going here when I was your age. And then you get there and the place sucks. That is Hulk Hogan for our generation. Our parents probably love Hulk Hogan because, yeah, he, he was the best when they were growing up. But us, who grew up with The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H and my, Mankind, and we're like um, – the real American thing sucks. I'm sorry. Like it's, it's, it's trash. Wheaties and vitamins, like garbage. Okay. Yeah. It's boring. Give me stone cold Steve Austin, you know, uh, spraying beer on his boss any day of the week. Like that's a better product, but your parents don't get it because like it's the nostalgia factor. And for a lot of people, Hulk Hogan is a nostalgia factor for me. I once again, I got enough and Hogan knows best. Like I don't need any more of Hulk Hogan. Even with Chris Hemsworth, who, by the way, we've talked about this before, is not good in movies that aren't Marvel. Like, he doesn't pick good movies. Extraction. He was good in that. And I didn't think of that. I hadn't (laughs) thought about when I made that argument, that movie wasn't in my mind. So he is on a one-movie winning streak at the moment. You're right. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like that movie wasn't great. Like, I loved it. Okay. I know you did. I mean, yeah, I know you did. like the the fact it was set in India, I mean, they could have went anywhere, and someone was like, "Yo, go to Bangladesh," and they sold it like he a badass it. Bangladesh Indian guy, and they, and they killed it. They murdered it. And they got a tremendous. You're right. How could <laughs> I be Hemsworth, so foolish? Killing the game. <laughs> biggest fan. My God. In a matter what of what an idiot. We just had so many people hit unsubscribe. Like, we're sitting here going, like, yo, bro, subscribe to that channel. Do it. You won't. Everywhere everywhere you can find podcasts. So many people, when I just shit on Chris Hemsworth's movie career, are like, unsubscribe. And we're not listening to Slap Dick. Well, I'm a fan of him, so there you go. I, oh, yeah, I like the guy. I wish, I wish him the best. Um, I also liked him in Cabin in the Woods. But that was, that was, uh, you know, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And it was like a horror comedy, so. Yeah. Movie was good. No, the movie was movie was solid. Uh, all right, I gotta ask you about Dave Chappelle. I have not seen his new stand up, but apparently in his stand up, he said this. I'm begging you, if you ever liked me, uh, boy boycott Chappelle show. Do not watch it unless they pay me. This came right before he got Chappelle show taken off of Netflix. Uh, I was surprised by this that they said okay because you know Comedy Central still does own the rights and they didn't have to listen to his request. Netflix didn't have to listen and they did. Yeah. Uh, are you, uh, any thoughts on this? Uh, you know, you know, initially I was disappointed because, uh, we, me and, and, uh, and my roommate, uh, slash future ex-wife had just started rewatching Chappelle show. She had never seen it. I had seen it, but you forget the comedic genius 
that was Chappelle's show. And a big part of it is the fact that he did skits that you just can't do nowadays. You know, he might be yeah. able to get away with it on a Netflix, but you can't do, you know, you can't do uh, the black white supremacist. Like you right. can't um, yeah. in this day and age. And that was part of the genius of Chappelle's show. So when it came on Netflix, I was pumped. With that said, wasn't that surprised that he asked people not to view it? Um, there's a really good interview with Cat Williams when he was on, I think, The Breakfast Club. And he goes through the backstory of Chappelle and the bad blood between him and Viacom. And if you remember, um, the story that Viacom told us was that Chappelle decided he wanted to go off and do cocaine in Africa or like crack in Africa. That was the story that we were sold. Yeah. And everyone bought it. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. When it really, in reality, made no sense at all. And um, you can find this video probably like 10 minutes but it goes into viacom screwed him over and ever since then he's he's been like yo like fuck viacom i don't blame him um because they they tarnished his his name and he had to kind of rebuild his career a little bit uh he's still funny he's still hilarious but i think his thing was not necessarily even the money angle of, i'm not getting paid for this because dave Chappelle has plenty of money i mean netflix paid him like 20 million dollars for a special he's good i yeah. think it had more to do with the fact that it was Viacom getting the benefit of his name once again when they screwed him over. I think that had more to do with it. And his whole thing was, look, they're in their right to do what they did, but can you please take it off? And to Netflix's credit, and then they don't, you know, a lot of companies want to do this. They were like, yeah, all right, we'll do it. You know, to kind of, to kind of have a good relationship with Dave Chappelle, we'll do it. And the thing is, if you want to watch Chappelle's show, it's on HBO Max. If you have HBO Max, it's on there. Like, Oh, it's not yeah, like Dave, yeah. it's not like, exactly that's my point everyone was like oh my god it's gone forever like no it's hbo max is comedy central on it like you can find it right now on on hbo max so it's not like it's gone forever but it is unprecedented the fact that you had a situation where the guy whose name is attached to a show said yo can you take it off and the company actually did it like i, I mean yeah. it's, it's admirable honestly yeah I'm, i have to give him credit for it as well um all right that's pretty much it dude miss you goodbye See you, man. Ridiculous. Oh, thank you.